Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And we're excited for you to join us for another episode of Spouse Tales. We're uh, really excited today. We are here and Cedar HR Solutions is um, actually a sponsor of this podcast and our significant spouse seminars. And this was a natural fit for the program. Both Kathy and I really have um, amazing stories we could share. We'll share one in a few minutes or Kathy we're going to try to just share one (laughs) we'll see how that works out Um, Paul (laughs) Edwards is with us we um, are are huge fans Um, Paul welcome to the show Uh, thanks guys I'm I'm pretty excited to be here with with both of you today and I love that we're going to be talking about holiday pay Mm -hmm. Um, I love that you guys are out there making a difference you're offering some pretty good solutions and like some, you know, real-life problems and solutions to those problems. Um, you know, the dentist and their wives and their spouses and their managers run into all the time. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to be on this show with you guys today. Yeah, well, we know that you know a little bit about working with a spouse as well, and we won't tell them all of our secrets today, um, but I, I know that they'll want to tune in anytime we have you or any of your team on, Paul, because there's some great stuff to share. You know, um, Kathy and I had both talked about it. I, I don't even know if you realize this, but one of the early on uh, situations that, you know, the Cedar team helped us with, and I will go on record saying Kathy and I um, and our our spouses, our practices, both um, are paying clients of Cedar's. We love Cedar. We've been with Cedar for years. Um, this was a natural fit to work with the Spouse Tales podcast, but we are huge fans of what you do. We actually, and I won't go into a long story, but we actually had a team member who we had no idea. I had a spouse call me who was the spouse of a patient telling me that um, we had a team member that was casing our male uh, patients. And she said, Joanne, she, he's, this gal is casing your male patients who are, you know, weightlifters or do um, fitness and that sort of thing. And I said, no. And she said, yes, um, she is. And then she's messaging them on Facebook. And then she's asking to meet them. And then eventually we found out that um, she was actually turning a few little tricks. And uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> when you when something like that happens, this is that this is our, our tagline, Paul, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and I literally yep. I said, what am I going to do? Chuck said, you're going to get on the phone with Cedar. And, you know, maybe we could do a whole episode on those kind of nightmare things that you guys have rescued us from literally both legally, ethically, and really making sure we're in line. Um, I know Kathy Kathy wants to share a quick story, but we we are we are truly raving fans. Yes, we absolutely are. Um, we've been with Cedar for gosh, close to ten years now, I think. And uh, you know, it's that everyday comfort of having somebody to call. We had a team member that you know was not performing up to par, and there were a lot of of issues in the office, a lot of problems with the team with her. And you know, we called Cedar and very simply they were able to put together something for us to sit down and talk with her Mm -hmm. and present to her put it in her personnel file and I have to tell you due to that 
um, intervention with them helping us out, she became a long-term team member that was amazing. That it just was able to get us to take the situation, take the personalities out of it, stick to what was important, and you know, let her be a great person. And, and it really, it's a great, great relationship for our yeah, office. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, you know, I, I love hearing the, I love hearing the success stories and, and, you know, we can look back and sometimes we can kind of chuckle about some of the crazy stuff that comes over. <laughs> but I think you guys, you guys will agree with me. It doesn't feel so fun when it's going on. You know, when you're realizing that somebody's using uh, protected health information to do something they're not supposed to do with it, which is casing the patients and getting in contact with them after work. That doesn't feel so you. good. No. And, <laughs> and when, you're in the, the, when you're in the throes of upset with someone, one with an employee, the last thing you feel like being is fair and unemotional and sort of, you know, breaking out, you know, this is the issue, this is the impact, and this is what we need you to improve on. It, you don't feel like that's the first place that you want to go. Isn't that the truth? And so, yeah, you know, and, and, and you really pointed out the, the best outcome is when you're able to have a good conversation with somebody and hold on to them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. She said simple, Paul. That was the, that was cool for me. She said, and it was yeah. quite simple. And that's, I mean, like, literally, that's what I don't think that a lot of people understand. And, and I will regularly tell somebody, and I think Kathy's the same way, somebody will call and say, well, how do y'all do whatever? And that's kind of how the holiday pay thing came up. Well, how do y'all handle holiday pay? Yeah. But, I mean, it's not just – holiday pay is a, a just a tip of the iceberg of where we're going to go um, with Cedar over the next 14 months, and we are thrilled to have you guys be part of it. Well, I'm excited to jump in and talk about holiday so you guys want to jump in and start kind of going through this and see if we can't give some people some help out there? Absolutely. Let's do it. I mean, is there standard? Is it, um, you know, do you see the same thing in dental practices? Kind of, how does that go? Okay. So as you could imagine, we, we kind of, if I look at what everybody does, I can kind of give everybody a pretty good general idea that this is what your competitor is doing or this is what other people are doing out there. I would say that uh, 85% of all the offices that we do policies for, and we've done them for about 5,000 different dental practices, have all kind of followed this this kind of of, uh, equation. So I'll just go ahead and give you the days they normally do. Most people do New Year's Day. Most Mm -hmm. people do Memorial Day, July 4th, Independence Day, Labor Day. Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. And I want you guys to notice that I use the word day at the end of each of mm-hmm. those terms. Yeah. And that's very important because if we're going to put stuff in writing or we're going to talk to people about this sort of sort of thing and make rules up about it, then we want to be very uh, specific in the language that we use. So you guys all know Thanksgiving Day falls on Thursday, but sure. what about Friday? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's something that you have to address each year and the guidance and I'd like to give some guidance around that what we'd like to do is leave you with the power to be able to give that extra day if you decide to but not to tie you to paying for that Friday after Thanksgiving so if you're having a great year and everything's going along wonderful and you're really happy with your team and you're profitable a wonderful thing that you can say is is look I'm, uh, don't worry about Friday. You don't have to use any of your accrued PTO or take it unpaid. I'm going to pay it this year. That's my little bonus for you over the holidays, yeah. which has impacts, you know, sure. uh, um, and, and I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, as the HR person tying you to those things. That's cool. Um, you know, also, also when you're doing your holiday pay, you want to think about 
Um, you got to think about school schedules because we're almost all of us have people working for us that have kids. Oh yeah. And so uh, you know, an example here in Tucson, and it's really unique to Tucson. This is where we're based. We work in all fifty states, but we're based in Tucson. They we here in Tucson, the schools close citywide for something called rodeo days. <laughs> and they close for You're in five Texas. Days. Tell the truth. That's like a Texas thing. That should be a Texas thing. No, I'm just no, it's Tucson, y'all. We it's we close so, two days um, for a fair for a local fair in our community, so I'm familiar with that. Well, yeah. there you go. So we we have to decide if these are holidays or whether or not that we need to inform employees that they need to save up some of their PTO time that we are going to be closed on those days or expect not to get paid. And you know, I can tell you for rank and file employees are getting paid by the hour. Uh, taking a day off without pay doesn't feel quite like a holiday sometimes yeah no um, especially when yeah when it's going to fall in so so these are things that you want to you're going to want to consider and they can kind of change but those basic the first list that i gave are the ones that most people do um and then you know you've got to address some other things that go along with this like what are the rules you need to understand what the rules are regarding exempt employees so you can't you can't create a holiday bank for an exempt employee. If a business, if an employee is legitimately classified as exempt salaried, exempt salaried, not just salaried, then okay, back you up, can't Paul. deduct. Back up to yeah. exempt uh, employee. Say, say that again and give me a little parameter around that. Okay, so an exempt employee is properly classified as exempt um, from overtime requirements. Okay. And in order to be exempt, they have to spend at least 50% or more of their time um, managing other people. So mm -hmm. they really have to truly be a manager. There mm -hmm. are some other parameters that the DOL, Department of Labor, and the IRS deliver. But mostly, it's that they're being paid on a salary basis. And this is a salary basis, meaning you can't deduct if you're closed because of a holiday from what you pay them. And and so we could go deeper into it, and we will. We'll go into classification in a future podcast. Mm -hmm. So if they're, you know, know the rules around your properly classified exempt managers when it comes to holiday pay. Um, um, what about What about religious holidays that the practice doesn't observe? Mm. You definitely want to cover it in your in your handbook. And look, you may look at me, and the doctors often look at me and go, "Look, I don't have anybody who's going to qualify for that. Why do I have to put that in my handbook?" <laughs> and and my answer to that is, is you may hire someone who qualifies for that tomorrow. You right. don't you don't know what's coming. So we want to make sure that we address that. And there's two or three different ways that you can address. You can create a floating holiday. You can just inform them that they need to save up PTO time and give you advance notice if they want to take an alternative uh, day off for, for religious-based reasons. Hmm. Um, you also want to look at uh, your commissioned employees. So, you know, we're talking to uh, dentists out there and their and their and their and their managers and, and their spouses. You have um, commissioned employees out there, right? And so, when you say we're going to pay, you, first of all, for your hourly employees, does that mean we're going to pay for seven and a half hours, eight hours? Are we going to pay based off whether or not you're part time or full time? Uh, do we have a waiting period in there? Do you, do you qualify for it immediately, or do you have to wait 30 days, 90 days? Do you have to work here a year before you qualify for one of the paid holidays? Um, and then backing back up to the commissioned employees, um, are we going to pay someone who earns $45 an hour as a producer, um, $45 an hour for eight hours a day for a holiday? Is that what we're going to do? Hmm. Or could we establish an alternative pay for non-productive hours, and that's where... Uh, and that's where we set their holiday pay. Wow. So those are all, you know, those are just a few of the things um, 
you know, just a few of the things that they have to you have to think about. There's another four or five parameters that get folded into this. Um, and, and wow. so, yeah, there's a few other things. Any any questions? Did I bring anything oh, well, up? Yeah, Paul, I wonder how important is it that you have these uh, paid holidays in written form and a handbook? And if you do, when do we pass these handbooks out to our employees? When do they get them? Do they get them right when they're being interviewed, when they're hired, um, after 30 days? If you could just or enlighten us on that even a Or bit. 90 days. Some people do a 30-day trial. Yeah. Some do a nine. That's a really great question, Paul. That, that's, that's really good, Well, Kathy. look, it's all the same. That, that waiting period is up to you guys, with the exception of health, co- health insurance coverage. So if you sponsor health insurance, you have, to give, you have to allow them into the insurance plan at a certain number of days. Um, so with, with, with that being excluded, whether you make your waiting period a month or 90 days or, or longer, um, that, that, that doesn't really matter. And there are no federal or state laws that require holiday pay. So we're not, we don't have any regulation on us about those holidays that we have to give them. Wow. Um, but once you do decide to give them, then I'm going to bring this back to this kind of dental spouse conversation that we're having here. Mm-hmm. For everybody who's listening, um, you know, I founded this company. Um, my wife works in this company. She mm-hmm. came on about three years later. She wasn't my wife when I founded it. She became my wife. She's an attorney. She plays a very important role inside of this company. Not only is she our chief counsel, at one time she ran the Solution Center with all the advisors that you know give out the good guidance. And look, the last thing that we want to be doing when we're at home having a glass of wine is <laughs> working through problems. We don't want to be, you know, it's tough enough working together all the time and, and then being together after work. But, you know, there's enough problems that come up in relationships right. outside of our own businesses, you right. know. The last thing I need is for things to be, you know, for the issues to be exacerbated by something that's going on at work. So to answer your question, um, Kathy, I, I think it's super important that you have really well-written, well-defined holiday policies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I believe that you should have good policies across the board, but you're going to want to make sure that these are good and that they're they're well-understood um, easy to follow, and and really, it's you want to be able to go back to the book and look at your policy because, and, and and answer a question from an employee like, um, what about Fridays after Thanksgiving? Uh, you know, what happens when Christmas falls on Wednesday? Or you know, what do we do? Do we observe? Do we still get paid if it falls on a day that I don't work? Like, if mm. I don't work on Fridays and the yeah. holiday falls on Fridays, do I get paid? And I would submit to everybody who's listening on the podcast that when you tell people what the rules are to the best of your ability and you're specific, even if it even if the, it's disappointing news, we're not going to be paying for that Friday after Thanksgiving. At least they know the rule right. and they can count on it and right. they understand what it's going to be. And and so when I'm at home drinking my glass of wine, when Allie and I are sitting there and talking about work, we want to be we want to be creating. Mm-hmm. We want to be thinking about what we can do. How could we uh, get, give more holiday pay if that's what we're up to? Sure. Not not trying to clean up the mess that was created because one employee told another employee something that we did last year, which doesn't fit with what we're doing this year. And everybody's confused. It gets well, frustrating. Well, I can tell you that my head is spinning and I literally, I have a piece of paper that I'm writing questions on and I recognize, you know, we're 
just over 15 minutes into a podcast that we promise will be 20 minutes. <laughs> so, Paul, just yeah. to yeah. make sure everybody really knows, we, you know, we're going to have you on regular, and we will do um, we will do some Power Hour podcast with you that we're really excited about. Okay. And so, as soon as we get those scheduled, we'll get them up on the website. But this brings me to a really important question, and and literally, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we did all this when we bought this. We call it the fourth and final practice um, four and a half years ago, and we went through all that, and we were working with a particular consultant that you guys um, also worked with a lot of their clients, so you knew just how to write things, and we don't really work with that yeah. particular consultant anymore, and things have changed, and I'm sitting here saying, and my, my question to you is, how often do, do people update the employee manual? Um, you know, it depends on where you are. If you're in the middle of Wyoming and you're not growing, then you're probably only going to update your manual uh, once every couple of years. Things yeah. are kind of set. If you're in uh, in uh, any of 30-some other jurisdictions, like 32 jurisdictions that just passed paid, mandatory paid sick leave laws, then oh some of the way, yeah, so your holiday policy is actually affected by those sick pay policies. Those, those those new requirements. So those people are changing a lot. Um, you know, I can name, I'm not going to go through them, but I can name 10 states off the top of my head that re- generally require one to two updates every single year. Wow. And then as you grow, yeah. so if you're up to something, if you're adding employees, yeah, we are. I am not going to apply the rules that apply to you when you have 16 employees that don't apply to you when you're 12. And wow. so as you're growing, also new uh, challenges come up. And so we're doing everything we can to keep that up to date. So most people are in at least once or twice a year. Um, and we just updated all of our language for our employee handbooks. So we're offering total overhauls for, we, um, uh, throughout we're, 2019. Listen, we're, we're really, we're really, um, we're really raving Cedar fans. And I can't say that enough. And I need you to put me on whatever list because we really, we are ready for a, um, a redo and an update, um, especially with okay, new good. languaging. And you don't have to tell us all because, you know, we do want to let everybody know. I do want to come back and do, um, you know, a next I mean, we need to dig deep into this PTO um, sick uh-huh. thing. I mean, sick time, whatever. Just can you just tell us yeah. if our two states are in it? <laughs> of the thirty-two, can we just ask about our own? Can we talk about Texas and uh, Wisconsin? You're in, you're in Texas, and where else? Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. So I don't think there's a whole lot going on in Wisconsin on the uh, on the uh, right now on the uh, paid sick leave requirement. But Texas has both San Antonio and Austin uh, in a, uh, getting ready to enact paid sick leave. It is on delay as it goes to court. Um, we have a judicial watch here, so we have attorneys watching over everything that's going on. And we don't believe that the legal challenge is going to be successful, which means that both Austin and San Antonio are going to enact these rules at any time now. So I think once it goes before a judge, she or he will make some decisions about this. If it goes into place, you will have the most generous in those two jurisdictions, not for the whole state, and those two jurisdictions, you will have the most restrictive and generous sick leave law uh, thus far passed. You will exceed San Francisco's. Uh, sick leave law and and the amount of days that are given and the amount of protections and that's the thing around the sick leave laws is there's a bunch of protections around them yeah we'll talk about it in a future podcast you got to get your sick leave out of your pto policy if you have one of these rules being applied to you wow you got to think about it differently it's a lot paul (laughs) yeah it really is is and you know paul it's it's really sitting here and hearing all this like joanne says my head's spinning Mm -hmm. but at the same time I kind of was like, okay, just take a deep breath. Yeah. All you have to do yeah. is pick up the phone and call. And you've That's got exa- you there for us. 
So that kind of takes it, that off my plate. It really does. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like you, Kathy. It's and. like, as I sit here and I'm, and we've been talking about it because we have had changes. And like I said, we were, you know, with a consultant that really believed a lot in having salaried people and, and why they believed that. And now listening to mm-hmm. you talk about 50% of the time has to be spent managing people and understanding the laws of the lat. You know, we've got enough problems worrying about, you know, like somebody who's case and patience, you know, and turning tricks or a team member who's you know telling him things and telling me another we've got enough things to deal with I don't want to deal with something like that when it could have been fixed so for me my I am like that we think about like crisis prevention versus crisis management you know like what what do you you want we do the same thing in dentistry so I'm just telling you I'm getting on the list um, to redo our employee manual I don't know about you Kathy (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're updating the language, guys. The world has changed since our manual was first created 10 years ago, and, of course, we've been updating it a little bit. But just we're trying to make it, you know, you want to get the language to be more clear. You want to make it more friendly where you can. You want it to, you know, kind of reflect where society is going, and that's something that we're committed to as well as, a, a, you know, as an HR support. Uh, company. Well, we are, we are thrilled. Um, You know, um, we are going to do, I can tell you the next episode will be um, the PTO and sick vacation time segment. Um, We are thrilled. We are thrilled uh, partner to have you guys as partner and sponsor, Paul. I mean, we really, this is such a great fit for us and we truly are raving uh, Cedar fans. So this one's really easy. Um, Kathy, what would you like to add? You know, just what I said, it's it's nice to know, and there's a comfort knowing, like Paul said, when you go home at night and you want to sit down and have a glass of wine, that you have professionals in your corner sure. that can help you maneuver these types of situations, and there's the comfort knowing that it's that you have somebody that has your back. And so, like you say, we couldn't be happier than we are, you know, having Cedar as one of our partners in our dental practice and also with our podcast. Oh, yeah. It's it's a it's an easy fit. And you, you can go to SpouseTales.com and click on the link to get straight over there. Or, um, Paul, you can give any closing remarks. And um, if you'd like to go ahead and give them the phone number, that'd be great, too. Oh, sure. So, um, look, guys, you've really nailed what it is that we do. We're trying to take this part of a very difficult process and an ongoing conversation that you're always having. You're always managing some issue with your employees, and we're really trying to not just give you support, but be able to give you the tools so that you can address that same kind of issue again and get better and better at it. Um, if anybody out there, uh, if we raised any questions for you, or you have any any questions that you'd like to send over, first of all, you can send me any questions off of the podcast. You can send them direct to me at paul at cedarsolutions.com and just say, hey, I heard you on the podcast, and I'll, I'm happy to answer your question. You can reach out to us at 866-414-6056, and our website is Cedar Solutions, and that's C. E-D-R with the word solutions.com. You can just reach out. We're an open book. Ask us questions. We're always happy to help. That's perfect. We're going to start calling you Paul the Protector. Like literally, (laughs) I I mean, I I I sit here and I think about these things and it's like, 
I, you are a protector and you know we man i tell you these guys and gals these dentists work so hard and there are so many little yep. things that you just you don't have any idea what to do when they come up and i'll tell you it's the best money it's 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 really some of the very best money that we spend every month and we um we really we really appreciate you we thank you paul the protector <laughs> thanks kathy <laughs> for being with us again and as always we make you a promise to honor your inbox and we hope to see you on the road if you're interested in um, questions or you have a topic you'd like us to cover with Paul or any of our other podcast podcast people, please send that over. We'd love to do that. We hope you guys have uh, a great day. See you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Health Products Incorporated, DHP, a privately held, nationally ranked supply distributor that's been servicing independent dentists and the healthcare community with quality products, equipment, and innovative solutions for nearly 30 years. I Love My Dentist is a unique online word-of-mouth referral program. See you on the road.